Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Uh, APD has announced an arrest in the homicide of Fulton County Sheriff's Deputy James Thomas. Let's give you the audio from that press conference earlier today. Uh, We are here today to give you an update on an important case uh, that we've been investigating. And I want to commend the work of the investigators of the Atlanta Police Department who've been working tirelessly on this case uh, to bring about the resolution you hear about today. This morning, I'd like to uh, ask Deputy Chief Hampton, who commands our Criminal Investigation Division, to come forward to give an update on this case and to continue to let the family of James Thomas Jr. know that they are in the prayers of the Atlanta Police Department. And we continue to, uh, to grieve with you at this time. Mm-hmm. Chief. Uh, good afternoon, Deputy Chief Charles Hampton, Jr. Uh, as everyone remembers, on December 29th in the early morning hours, uh, James Thomas Jr. Uh, was shot and killed on the 1900 block of Bolton Road. On yesterday uh, afternoon, uh, the two detectives behind me that worked on this case, Scott DeMeester, Kevin Lee, and Packer, uh, was able to uh, identify a suspect, get him apprehended by Zone 1 patrol officers, uh, and he is in custody at the, uh, I believe, Cobb County Jail now. Uh, but again, as Chief Sherbaum stated, this was just great work uh, by the team, homicide team, our crime scene technician. Uh, we spent hours of canvassing looking for additional information. Uh, but also, it, it shows the work of citizens, the 911 caller, uh, some truck drivers that had dash cam videos, uh, and just the technology that the city of Atlanta has uh, to lead to investigations and success like this. Uh, so again, uh, Jay, uh, Alton Oliver, 26-year-old male, uh, was taken into custody, charged with felony murder, uh, aggravated assault, and possession of firearm during a commission of a felony. Uh, and he was arrested uh, yesterday. And at this time, mayor will come up. Thank you, uh, Chief Hampton. And I first want to say uh, my thoughts and prayers remain uh, with this family as they grieve right now, and also to the co-workers of our friend and uh, deputy, uh, James Thomas Jr. I continue to pray for the strength and the resolve of his family and to this whole family unit, uh, the team members here, the co-workers, those that are are in law enforcement as we've lost one. I also want to thank the men and women of the Atlanta Police Department, as was stated by Chief Sheerbaum and stated by Chief Hampton. This is a result of good police work in bringing individuals who commit heinous crimes bringing those individuals to justice. While the investigation is still ongoing as this individual has been incarcerated now, there's still a lot that we are learning in this process. And what we do know is that this is a preventable death. Um, You have heard me say this before uh, recently and time again that Atlanta is a group project and our lives are intertwined as we are all responsible, really responsible truly for each other. So as was mentioned by uh, Chief Hampton, our camera network called uh, Connect Atlanta was very instrumental in helping bring this individual to justice. So I encourage businesses and residents to sign up uh, for connectatlanta.org. That's connectatlanta.org. These great citizens, uh, these truck drivers that helped us with the dash cam and also the other individuals who we were able to utilize the camera network uh, to bring this individual to justice. This is helpful in, in doing so. Earlier this year, we had a goal of getting 10,000 cameras and we've exceeded that in 2022. So now we want to keep going in 2023. If if there's one thing that's true 
as all of us can do to put an end to this illness of uh, senseless gun violence, and that is uh, for us to do our, our part, our moral obligation. APD and Fulton County Sheriff's Office have worked together tirelessly uh, time and time again, and this is another uh, um, uh, a tribute to our uh, commitment of collaboration. I've been here just a few weeks ago when we worked together, and it's good to see our uh, partners here for Gwinnett and Cobb that are uh, working together. So thank you again to the men and women of law enforcement for putting their lives on the line each and every single day for citizens and visitors of this city uh, to make us full, uh, feel safe. Unfortunately, as we have seen in this case, that can come at a great cost. And so again, uh, my heart goes out uh, to the families of this deputy and uh, to this uh, family unit of co-workers that we have uh, together between the Sheriff's Department and Sheriff's Office and the uh, City of Atlanta Police Department. When you remove the fog of political partisanship, the data tells you that Atlanta is better at case closure than the national average. It's like 80, it was 84% in 2019. I think it's a little higher now where the national average hasn't moved all that much. You commit a violent crime in or around Metro Atlanta, odds are heavily in the favor of you getting arrested and charged for that crime. I want to note that because in today's AJC, there's a headline about uh, Governor Brian Kemp and new Lieutenant Governor Burt January 6th Jones talking about getting tough on crime. Um, these are the guys who championed the extension of rights for people to carry a concealed weapon without a license. Is that going to help? Fulton District Attorney Fannie Willis made a great point to the New York Times, saying that lawmakers should really consider empowering prosecutors to bring charges in cases like the one against Rico Marley, arrested at a Publix in Midtown 2021. He showed up in body armor and carrying six loaded weapons. She said, Georgia's General Assembly must examine our statutes governing this type of behavior. Respecting the right to bear arms should not require that we tolerate people entering public places with assault rifles and body armor. This also reminds me of another topic that Republicans don't want to talk about, inequality. There was a piece in Atlanta Magazine last winter. I think it was, was it January? of Yeah, it was, it was a year ago, actually. Here's the headline. The source of violent crime in Atlanta isn't mysterious. It's desperation borne by inequality. Great piece. Going to share that in the show notes today on the blog at ronshowatl.com. I'll also share this on Twitter at ronshowatl. Greg Cheedy did a fantastic job here. And I only have like 80 more seconds to talk about it, so I can't really dive into it too much. But suffice to say, there isn't a culture of permissiveness in the blue city of Atlanta, deep in the red state of Georgia. And now that we're out of an election cycle, you just don't hear as much hand-wringing about crime outside of Brian Kemp's goofy little tweet over the Christmas holiday <laughs> where he, he, took, he took a case in Athens that, you know, the Constitution requires a speedy trial and the prosecutors couldn't meet it because of some snafu, snafus on their part. And I believe some turnover in their office, too. Sorry, but the Constitution requires a speedy trial. I don't know what, what, what do you want. That doesn't make the prosecutor a far-left prosecutor, Brian. I don't know if Brian's been to a courtroom lately, but there is still a severe backlog from the COVID pandemic. And it ain't like DA's office and public defender's offices are well-funded to begin with to staff up to meet the need for those speedy trials. What I was going to say, though, is now that we're out of the election cycle, the dirty little secret is violent crime's actually on the decrease. And in deep blue Fulton County, DA Fonnie Willis is tackling gang crime, 
violent crime, and the Trump syndicate all at once. More Ron Show on America One Radio next.